watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Give me some fin. Noggin. Yeah. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Now hug me, brother! Welcome back to Just Being Real. If you just finished up on our last podcast we posted, welcome back. If you haven't checked out our old podcasts, check them out too. They're pretty cool. But for now, just sit back and join us for this week's topic. Well, here we are, episode 34. Okay. 34. Going at it today. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about something today, really, that is, um, um, I, I don't know. I, I, is it preached? I know I preach it. But well, what's so weird is, honey, we are, I, I sit under the same preacher every Sunday, and you hear the same preacher every Sunday. Yeah. So it's and hard for a, us to know sometimes what other people are preaching out there. He's a real good guy, though, isn't he? He's cute. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he rocks. He's, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be good. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, but no, um, I, I preach it. I, I, I believe that the enemy is real. Yeah. I believe that the enemy attacks. Mm-hmm. I believe that, as the scripture says, he is a, uh, uh, you know, he's out he's there out to, to seek. kill, yeah, steal, steal, and destroy. Exactly. Yeah. I I believe that, um, and and I'm not saying other churches don't. I'm just saying, when I talk to people, I, I I'm I question whether they believe that or not, because it alarms me. Well. I don't know so much that people realize their authority that they have mm. over the enemy. And I'm excited about talking about yeah, this yeah. because this is something mm. that you and I combat all the time. All the time. We do. Yeah. And we, we know who we are yeah. and we stand in authority. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let's get started with this. This is going to be good. Awesome. Well, we are talking about, uh, the attack of the enemy. Um, that's the title of the of the podcast here today. What we really want to focus in on uh, attack, as in it, it, it's it, you know. First off, let's understand. I think we've already acknowledged it that that there is attacks of the enemy. We believe that, but I also think this. It it's not just an attack on the head, not right. just an attack. It does. I mean, the enemy does attack the head of the church, but um, uh, or tries to attempt to attack you know the leadership and all of that kind of stuff. But but the enemy's he's out to to steal, kill, and destroy, and I believe personally it's it's it, the attack is on the Christian, it's oh, yeah. on those of the faith. Really, more so today than ever. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. So we're going to take a look at this. How it all came about really is this passage of scripture that we find in um, uh, in Matthew, I think, starting with chapter four where Jesus is, um, he's just been uh, baptized by the Holy Spirit. John baptizes him uh, in the Jordan there, and he is comes up out of there. Remember, remember uh, in Scripture what it says? It says that God looked down upon him, and he said, uh, this is my son, yeah. who I am well pleased, yeah. right? And uh, I think that's almost verbatim. Uh, maybe not. But anyway, I don't have the Scripture in front of me. But he says this. And, and then what we see instantaneously, what, what Matthew records is, is that he's taken out into the wilderness. And guess who he's led by? The enemy. No. He's led by the Holy Spirit. Oh, goodness. That's Remember? right. Yeah. Yeah. He's led by the whole. Now, the enemy's out there. Yeah. He's out there hanging out. 
He's watching. And a matter of fact, what we know is, is that Jesus goes out and he fasts for 40 days. Now, I don't know about everybody else, but when I even mention to my brain, in my brain, to my body, that I'm going to fast, for some reason, my body goes, this is going to be hard, (laughs) you know? And and then you so you see all these commercials for food and all you know what I mean? Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like it, instantly when you say, "Oh, I'm going to fast," it's like all your favorite foods are on the commercials right. or up there. And you you're got dri- a big craving. Yeah, you're driving by, you see the billboard signs, big old juicy hamburger. And, and right people there. call you and ask if you want to go out to eat. Yes. my treat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, but uh, but you know, fasting is 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 a spiritual principle. We know that. Uh, it is biblical, right? And it's hard. Of course it is. It should be. It's, it's something it's that you're... It's a sacrifice. You're, exactly. You're, you're sacrificing for a purpose and a reason. Um, and um, so it, it, Jesus does this for 40 days. Wow. I, I, I can't imagine this. Because here's what I found out. I went, I went and looked it up. It said, what, what effects of not eating for 40 days? What does that affect? How, what, how does that affect your body? Mm-hmm. Period. I can't even now listen to some of the stuff it says here. It says that people will be can become irritable. I guess that's where they get the phrase "hangry" from. Yeah. Right? Uh, they become irritable. Uh, actually, it's it's there. There's a difficulty in concentration. It says that you become lethargic. Um, in the later stages of those forty days, really, uh, you can become. Uh, uh, you can have hallucinations. Um, you can even go into convulsions. Oh, wow. Your body. And and, and, and I, I love this because this was weird to me or interesting, I, I should say. It says you can become like this, this, this cornered animal that reacts to a perceived threat. Hmm. So it's like you ever see a snake in a corner, right? And when they're in the corner, they'll, they'll attack, right? Tracking, yeah. uh, this is kind of what happens to you in this idea of fasting, at least for this long period of time. Wow. Sometimes and, I feel like I get like that after one day. <laughs> <laughs> like a little snake in the corner. Right. <laughs> Sneaky little snake. <laughs> anyway, um, this is, and this is, if you think about it now, uh, again, we know that Jesus is, is all man. He's all God. Right. And, and so we understand that he's been taken away, led by the spirit out into the wilderness, out there for 40 days, and, and it's interesting because the enemy, as we read it in Scripture, does not come and tempt until when? 40 days. The 40th day. Yep. Right? That's when he attempt, uh, attempts the, the temptation. Right? So this is the condition that the enemy found Jesus in when he started his temptation. And, and so we know the temptations, right? We know the first temptation, of course, is with food, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think um, in Matthew, where is it? Matthew four. Matthew four 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 four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got? Do you have it with you? It's even in Luke four four, which is right. kind of interesting. But either one, read what that says. Matthew four four. Hang on a second. I didn't have it here. But it's quoting Deuteronomy. Yes. Uh, chapter eight, verse three, and this is Jesus. Um, is being tempted by the enemy about food. Yeah. Man, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Right. And, and it's, it's interesting because 
the very thing once when as after Jesus gets tempted or after Jesus uh, is baptized by the Holy Spirit, right? The the very first attack that 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 happens on Jesus is is an attack uh, with with what we see as food, which is a human dynamic, right? Right. Okay. And and G- how does Jesus combat it? With the Word of God. Scripture. Yep. Right. With the Word of God. And then we see the second uh, temptation, and that's a, 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 actually kind of a temptation of, of the mind, right? And, and that kind of stuff. Well, you know, just throw yourself down, and, and God will send his angels yeah. to, to, you know, so, you know. And, of course, Jesus says, oh, hey, big boy, we don't test God. Right. You don't test my father. Right. Right? And he says, I'm not going to do it. And then we finally see that third attempt, which is actually the, the whole premise of what the enemy was trying to do. And that's to get Jesus away from worshiping his father and actually worshiping him. He says, hey, give that up and I'll give you all this. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic, funny, humorous, whatever word you want to use. Uh, or even sad to some degree for the enemy. Because it wasn't his to give away anyway. Right. Right. He, he stole it. He, 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 he lied to, to obtain to it him. from, from mm-hmm. Adam. And we gave it over to him. And, well, and now it, Jesus is coming to take it back. And the whole thought of him being in a state of confusion, maybe, because he's had a lack of food. Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the enemy's trying anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And you almost kind of sit back and wonder, if you think about this, did the enemy, was there some kind of significance about 40 days that the enemy probably knew? Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. We, we know we know that 40 days does have a biblical significance, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, so 40, 40, the number 40, right. Um, so yeah, um, probably I would guess it would be, I mean, he studied us for many, Mm -hmm. many, many, many years. So he knows significance about, you know, things like that. I've always said the enemy, uh, he doesn't have a secular job, right? You know, he has a spiritual job and his spiritual job is to attack, steal and destroy. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's what he's longing to do. So, so we see this, and this is what's kind of taking place for Jesus. And, but the interesting thing, and I want to really kind of hone in on today with us, as, as just, you know, uh, as a husband and wife, as, a, 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 you know, a mom and a dad, um, as, as, you know, just a man and a woman, um, is how do you deal with, or first off, we need to acknowledge that the enemy is still out there trying to still kill and destroy. Right. He is still out there tra- attacking. He is still trying to creep in through the cracks of our houses, mm-hmm. through the cracks of our very being, and trying to get in there and cause havoc. Right. Right? And we see that throughout the world, do we oh, not? Oh, yeah. You know, and the enemy comes in in the most, the craziest ways that you wouldn't even think. I mean, because there's been times in our life that... You know, spiritually, you and I mm-hmm. were good. Yeah. But we knew there was something, some way that the enemy had creeped in mm-hmm. because we were having an issue. And, and yeah, it could easily been just a spiritual attack as well. But we sometimes so easily give headway for the enemy to come right. and attack. And we've just taken it to the Lord and asked God Mm -hmm. to reveal to us Mm -hmm. what we've done or what we've said or what, whatever, whatever it is, where the enemy is coming in at. 
And right. he is so faithful to always reveal. He always reveals what it is. And if it's something that we've done or said, we ask for forgiveness or whatever. Um, if it's something we've watched on TV or, right. you know, whatever it is, yeah. God's revealed. Yeah. And, you know, we've taken authority back. And, and Shelly, I'll be honest, um, we've kind of been laughed at at times. Oh, yeah. By others. We've been ridiculed. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. We have been ridiculed by people for making it too spiritual, you know, where the enemy attacks. And we're like, oh, absolutely not. Because God has showed us. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is an area where I am very um, sensitive. I'm very sensitive in this area. I Mm -hmm. mean, God will speak to me in my dreams. Mm -hmm. He'll reveal things to me in my dreams. And it's so vivid. And I know when it's him, I yeah. know when it's him and nobody will ever change that. You know, I mean, multiple times raising kids, you know, our kids have been going through situations and I just ask God to reveal mm-hmm. and God will reveal yep. and he's always faithful and it, it, we it still have comes together. We still have a, a situation in our family where one of our kids still doesn't believe that the Holy <laughs> Spirit told us something. Right, right. <laughs> they think that somebody they else laugh. in the family told yeah. us. Yeah. And we were like, we told them, they were like, how would you know about this situation? And we just flat out told them, okay, well, God told us. Yeah. God spoke to us. And I remember them going, no, really, really, tell yeah. me, who told you? <laughs> so. so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't yeah. explain it. All I know is that I asked God to reveal. Yeah. And that's how he reveals. There's there's been so many instances where um, God has has you know spoken uh, to reveal the oh, enemy's yeah. tactics. Oh oh, can I share? Come on. I'm not going to share where, but we we were in a location. That's all I'm going to say. We were in a location, and we were having an issue with some people in our church. And this is crazy. This, oh my goodness. So I am at the church and I'm picking up the voicemail on the church phone. And the the voicemail was a connection between these two gentlemen that was having this conversation. One called the other. Yes. Nobody called from the church. Right. Somehow, just to back, and I'll let you finish, but somehow, these two individuals got on the phone with each other. Yeah. And and the whole conversation was, was recorded, recorded on the, church, on the phone. church voicemail. Yeah. Okay, they didn't call the church. They didn't call from the church. But their conversation from their phones was connected to the church and, phone. And, and folks, listen, I have no idea how this happened. I, we don't know. No. No idea. It just makes sense. But yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm listening, I'm like, what is this? And then they started bad-mouthing me, my husband, <laughs> and our ministry, yeah, and just talking horrible. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I, I constantly pray, God, reveal truth. We had no idea had these no two individuals kind of had a, a beef against No, them. we had yeah. no idea. All yeah. we knew is that there was some kind of strife going on in the church, yeah. and we, have pray, we prayed and asked God to reveal truth. Yeah. And when God revealed those two individuals yeah. that the strife was between was with them, that they were behind us, right. 
condemning the ministry yeah, that God, the God felt, yeah. God felt that God was, you know, trying to, you know, he wanted him to do at this church. Oh my goodness. I'll never forget that though. But ever, I think that's really when it just dawned on mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. how prevalent, how, how important it is yeah. that when you ask God to reveal truth, he's going to do it. Amen. One way or another, you've got to be ready Amen. and willing to hear and listen and be open. Because sometimes, sometimes it's not good yeah. when he reveals truth. It hurts, yeah. especially when you find out it's somebody that you um, thought you trusted. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, and that's just the enemy. Uh, really behind the scenes mm-hmm. got these two gentlemen to really kind of be upset with me and and really you know uh, gossiping and, and slandering yeah. me yeah uh, and and God in his in his sovereignty yeah. reveals this to yeah. us by us just simply asking right right and so when when you look I, I just I believe this that when when you do feel that there is an attack, if you've come to that understanding that the enemy is attacking you and you do know this is him, uh, pray for revelation. Right. Pray for, for protection. Truth. Pray for truth. All yeah. of that. That And God's faithful. He is. Yeah. He is. It's, it's man, we've seen it time and time again. I can't, I could sit here and tell you situations and stories all through our married life, raising yeah. kids, yeah. you know, in yeah. so many different situations where God has just revealed things to us because we've asked we've asked him to right and and i'm, I'm going to try to stay on track about this understanding of the attack of the enemy um and and i will say that that you know sometimes you know in the midst of some things you didn't even know attack was getting ready to happen and well, sometimes you don't even know it is an attack yes yeah some people think circumstance mm-hmm. oh that was just you know yeah. or me doing something stupid or you know, right. Whatever, right. whatever the situation might be. Yeah. Know. I lost my balance and fell down and cracked my head. So that was on me. Yeah. W- what if that was an attack of the enemy? Right. That really didn't want you to go and minister to those right. individuals that you were heading to minister yeah. to or whatever. And, and then look, I know some people are like, Oh, so you mean the enemy's under every rock? You know what? I, I just presume that, that, you know, he is, He's he's there, that he well, is trying to take to, it. You have to take it there first. Yeah, okay, is I'm, this an attack on exact, the from the enemy? That's great. Yeah, you yeah. know that's where you first need to go. Yeah, if there's a situation going on in your life, that's where we go. Can, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, whether it's you know my health or health, whatever. I am more concerned if I'm not being spiritually attacked. Yeah, because if you think about it, if I'm not under attack by the enemy. Does that mean he has me? That I'm already just following suit with him and letting him. Well, and that's you know why I mean? you get up every morning and you put on your armor. Yes, yes. You start off your day with the word, and you, yeah. you, yeah, because there's no way to to make it in this world. And I like that. that. Maybe we'll change the name of this uh, uh, podcast today to this because I like that that understanding of of putting on the armor of God mm-hmm. and and I really believe it's something we should as Christians every day be doing yeah. because if you think about it if we're not doing that as Christians then then can we just really call ourselves Chris, uh, uh, streaker, Christian streakers. <laughs> right. We 
heard that the other day. I thought that was so yeah, funny. I mean, Christian streakers. Yeah, those are those are yeah. Christians that don't put on, put on the full armor of God. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe we'll change the title. Of the, I like that. So, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we want to give you a little bit of time to think about this idea of being a Christian streaker. I mean, it's kind of humorous if you think about it. But this ends part one of our uh, topic, our, our podcast this week. And so tune in next week for the conclusion, uh, part two of Christian Streaker. We're so glad for you to be with us. Uh, thanks so much. And please, as always, um, you know, like us on on uh, on Facebook, follow our, our Facebook page uh, on iTunes and Spotify and all that. Um, you know, uh, give us a, a review there, a five star. That would be awesome. We'd greatly appreciate it. And just follow us uh, on uh, on our platform there. And we're we're looking forward to uh, just uh, journeying with you and sharing uh, just just what we are. We're we're real people, and we're just being real with you uh, on topics that uh, we just uh, feel sometimes uh, is needed to be talked about. So God bless, and look forward to being with you guys in two weeks. 